welcome to Will Riker Sexbeard, the podcast that explores in excruciating detail the sexual facial hair of Star Trek's Commander William T. Riker, boldly going where everyone has gone before. I'm your host, and like all Star Trek fans, I'm Dave. This week's guest is Dave, just Dave, on his own. You haven't heard from me in a while, but I am back just to summarise what we learned from Season 1 of Will Riker's Sexbeard and to announce what's happening for Season 2. Dave has a podcast called Will Riker's Sexbeard, which you are listening to right now. Dave does have a beard. Hello, this is Dave, and as I've said in the intro, I am here to summarise what we learned in Will Riker's Sexbeard Season 1. Obviously, it wasn't just me. I had quite a lot of experts come together, look at various episodes, and see what we can learn about the erotic enigma that is Will Riker's sexual facial hair. So what did we learn through these various experts? Well, we learned that the sex beard is for marketing, and the Borg are what happens when human resources go too far. There's no such thing as an alpha male, but Riker is close, and everyone in the future is a vegan. The sex beard is symbolic of masculinity, and it does go well with disguise mittens. The sex beard is quantum entangled. You can learn to have a sex beard, and Riker's DNA might be pure Ribena. Beards don't help negotiation, and rarely exist in real politics. You mustn't get Loaxana Troy to represent you. Riker is too sexy for a jury to find guilty. Having no beard renders you susceptible to sexy hologram hackers. Sex beards can prevent infections. Riker might just leave data to the Borg, but would make a sexy condiment if the inertial dampeners stopped working. Riker's erotic montages can promote microbial growth. Sex beards promote ethical development, but we don't know where all the plasma goes. The sex beard makes Riker a complete and total Zeus. Sex beards cause plot whiplash and giant toasters. Thomas Riker definitely does not have a sex beard, and is probably still in that Cardassian camp. His beard is the key to the Defiant. The Enterprise C alters the fundamental law of chins. Cave Riker definitely did something unsavoury to Picard's chair. Riker is a sexy triangle. The sex beard might be descended from a civil war beard. Absolute Riker corrupts absolutely. The sex beard is a beautiful accessory to a sex blouse. The holodeck might be a machine for generating false memories. The beard can't help you learn leadership, but it can help you look like you can do it. At Tanagra. Riker's bone is the sexiest instrument. Charles Tucker III might be a primitive Riker, but Riker would have invented a much sexier federation of planets with faith of the heart. So as you can see, we did learn quite a lot about Will Riker's sex beard. And I think actually, if I if I look back, when I went into this, probably to my shame, I thought what we would find is a sort of ongoing type of toxic masculinity, obsessed with being the boss and bedding women. But I think actually instead what I found was a reasonably positive representation of of what being a man could be, albeit in quite an excessively early 90s way. Uh, Will Riker uh, was all for consent, respecting others. He had a sense of fun, a love for life. He did have an attempt at leadership, although not always successful. 
good sense of humour, and of course, above all, a very, very well-groomed beard. As such, I would actually like to dedicate the, the entire season to my good friend Mike, who was the expert for the first episode, and as I discussed at the time, unfortunately, uh, died not too too long after that episode. And I think, actually, if we look back, um, although probably never would have said this to him, Mike did uh, embody quite a lot of those qualities that we, we discussed about, about Riker. Um, certainly the, the sense of humour, sense of fun, respect for others, love for life, and, and so on. Not the beard, though. He did try and grow a beard one time, but he was so blonde that the beard was actually effectively invisible, despite being quite large and, and bushy. He was the only person I knew whose beard had a personal cloaking device, um, but he will be obviously greatly missed. Above all, Mike was obviously a great friend, and he did encourage me to to do more creative things and, and to do, indeed, this podcast um, when not a lot of people necessarily give me that encouragement, probably for obvious reasons. So I will be dedicating this season to Mike, and at his request, I will carry on with another one with season two. So I, I punned. I forgot important details about episodes. I persuaded people to discuss the beards of other men. I'm an accessory to Star Trek podcasting. But the most damning thing of all is I think I can live with it. And if I had to do it all over again, I would. Mike was right about one thing. A guilty conscience is a small price to pay for creating a podcast about Will Riker's sex beard. So I will learn to live with it. Because I can live with it. I can live with it. Computer, erase that entire personal log. And please come back for season two of Will Riker's Sex Beard, entitled Benjamin Sisko's Beard of War. Thank you for listening to Will Riker's Sex Beard. That was our host, Dave, discussing Will Riker's sex beard, where we must always remember Will Riker's sex beard. Again, thank you for listening, and please return for... Hang on. Good. Please return and listen soon for Season 2 of Will Riker's sex beard, Benjamin Sisko's Beard of War. Thank you. See you soon.